You're the big, big boss. You tell me what to do, and I gladly do my job. But I don't like your attitude. Welcome to the Leadership in Tech podcast series. This is Paul Maslany again with our co-hosts, Zach and Errol. Before we get started, I would like to remind our listeners that Leadership in Tech releases a new episode weekly on Tuesday. You can find our show notes, our past episodes, our blog, and more online at www. Dot techonramp.com. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can do it on our website, as well as on Facebook and on Twitter. Both of those are at TechOnRamp. Thank you, and we hope you enjoy the show. Now tell me, who do you think you are? Besides the person who happens to be in charge. Look who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... <laughs> we're going to do you. this for, we're going to do this remotely this time because we can't seem to get it right in person. So, uh, actually I did make a change that I think is going to make the clicking go away. For for remotely? For over Skype. Remember the the, oh, yeah. the cutting yeah. out slash clicking? Yeah, that just it just happened again, so. No, that was I was this thing right there. That was me. But, oh, okay. All right. Here we go. So, uh, today we're talking about personal one-on-one leadership training that mm-hmm. you are going to give me after you tricked me and decided not to train my team. Yeah. So this is um, this is pretty. I'm pretty impressed by you for making yourself vulnerable enough to do this because, right? The the general gist was leader one nine three was going to train, you know, kind of in conjunction. Zach and his salt team, and then but specifically the team. You were going to trade my team. That's right. And then I decided that we needed to go a different route and do focus directly one hundred percent on the CEO Zach Ruiz, and then that would and so we're going to go through the process of what it's going to be. So basically, this episode is to let our listeners know that there is now going to be a journey to follow on your leadership growth what we decided to do, what changes are being made, and if it works. But not every, so, not every episode. Not every episode. But we'll, you know, we'll highlight you know, as necessary. And so, so for the listeners, here's, what's, here's how it works. Um, Zach and his team fill out a kind of standard 360-degree assessment, right? So people who work for them, people who work with them, and it provides kind of an objective – layout of what Zach is about or their impressions of Zach. It's, you know, it's, um, it's all anonymous, the results. Give us like a sample question. Um, like, is Zach awesome? Yeah. Like it'll be Zach awesome. And the answers are yes or no. No, it's, you know, it, it really, it, it, it breaks down into several leadership categories, you know, as far as maybe delegation and action orientation and, and things like that. I don't have the the list of things that it has in front of us, but it's not even important. It goes into so, and then I'll conduct interviews with all of the people who are, uh, you know, working with Zach at Salt right now. And then me and Zach will go over the results of the kind of objective and subjective, and we'll we will uh, figure out one or two leadership points specifically to work on. 
I personally think I already know what they're going to be, having worked with Zach a little bit in the past. And then he will go ahead, we'll agree on that, and then he'll address each one of what we call stakeholders, right? The people who are going to be directly involved in this, the people who are working with and for Zach. And Zach's going to tell them, I'm going to uh, work on, let's just say it's um, guidelines and follow-up, right? That's probably not going to be one. That's probably not going to be it at all. And he's going to say, is there anything going forward that you think I can you know, do better at? He's going to listen. He's going to say thank you. He's going to think about it. We're going to put together an action plan for the next month. And then he's going to tell all the stakeholders individually or collectively, it's either one, here's what I'm going to be doing for the next month. And then he's going to follow up with them at the end of the month, say, how did we do? Is there anything we can do better? And then repeat the process again. And we'll do that for several months. And really, and then we'll take, you know, after about three months, everybody will take a kind of mini leadership, you know, growth assessment survey. And if we do that mini survey, we'll do that two or three times. And it'll literally chart whether Zach's employees or people who work with them um, their perception of him as a leader in these areas has grown and it's, it's measurable. We'll, we'll look right at it. So Zach is willing to kind of share that journey on this podcast. And I think it's going to be awesome because we are going to be straight talking about, um, tech challenges. And my point is going to be to anybody and it doesn't matter. We've talked about this. It won't matter that it's tech that we're dealing with. It could be finance. It could be union business. It could be anything. The leadership principles will be the same. So, how are you feeling about this then? Well, okay, so I want to go back to the beginning. Why did you decide not to do my team and you're coming straight after me, I feel? Right. Well, because... Um, because should I, should I be offended? Yes, you should be offended because I was like, everybody on the team is actually pretty good. And really, there's only one weak link and it's on top. No, the, uh, yeah, it's just, it's just a, you know, thought about it and... And this will be a better way because and really it'll end up being leadership training for them because you will be engaging them and they'll see, I think, really how good leaders are supposed to do it. Asking questions, involving people on how things are going. How do you feel things are going? Um, you know, that's the way it's done. You know, this is not a we're not living in the dictatorial age anymore. It's it's about communication. So this will this will cover both aspects of it. They'll get the training by watching you go through the training and improve and they'll say like, all right, this is how, this is how it goes. And I think, like I said, if the, if the areas are what I think they're going to be, then, um, you know, they'll really see the improvement. And, and so, so you, and you've gotten some of the results in already, right? So if you, have you actually looked at them? Do you know? Yeah, uh, no. So what happens with that is these, these three sixty assessments are companies run those, right? So they, and there's a bunch of them out there. So I picked one from, you know, Marshall Goldsmith's coaching uh, unit. And they, uh, you know, they give, they send, I never see them. So they send them directly out to you. And then I just get notifications on who filled them out. And I get the results. So I get a printout of the results. And, you know, I've seen the printouts before. Did you look at my I, results yet? No, no, I see, I just see the results as they're all done. So once I tell everybody, once all the, um, once they get everybody's input, then they send me the results in like a week and then I'll know, you know, I'll be able to say, look, here's what you think of yourself in this area. 
of, you know, time management. And here's what everybody else thinks of you. So there might be like a huge gap, like you think you're awesome and they think you're terrible. And then we might say, so that might be something we work on, right? Because you think you're great at it and they think they're really bad. So, you, you know, your perception and their perception are completely different. You know, there'll be a lot of things that you think you do well and they think you do well. Well, we don't have to worry about those things. Or that you think you do really badly, but they think you do well. Well, we don't have to worry about those things. You just said that'll be kind of good for you to see. Oh, I I guess I'm good at that. So it's really two areas. The things that you think you do well and they think you do badly, or you and they both think you do badly. Those are, you know, that's that's kind of easy to say. All right, that's let's focus on a couple of things there. So, so what do you think, what do you think it's going to be? What do you think some of the areas are going to be where we decide you need to work on? Oh, boy. Because this will be the, like, this will be like, if we're going to do this, let's do it. So you're going to, you're going to make a guess. And then when we get the results, we're going to let everybody know what you're going to be working on. So let's, let's see. Uh, I mean, okay. So what do I think I it's something that I think I do bad at and they may agree. Um, yeah. Or just in your, in your own mind, as you evaluate yourself, what do you think that you need to work on? What was that one you said? Guidance and accountability. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of, no, not, you know, guidelines and, and follow up or accountability. So I think that, I think that they're going to, we're going to find that you could provide, guidelines for what you want completed uh, a little more clearly for some folks who need it. And then uh, I think you'll find that you need to follow up then on the people who need a little more attention uh, to get those tasks completed. That's what I think we're going to, we're going to find we need. I feel, yeah. I mean, it's all the, I think all the classic areas I'm going to probably need a little help in, right? Well, we all do, right? And that's and that's the challenge that we're going to pick one or two because you can only if we can make a positive um, change in one or two areas, other areas will get affected by that positively. So, you know, and look, if you don't have any idea right, it's a tough question. If you think if if you're if you're listening right now and you were going to go through this, think to yourself, what would be the two things that I need to improve? Right? It's overwhelming. Well, I know when I was filling out the assessment, I vividly remember coming across a few light items thinking, man, I'm not that good at this. And I, I put myself as sort of dissatisfied with my level right. of this. I wish I had it in front of me because I can't quite remember what they are. Um, I would say probably holding people accountable uh, would be one. As a former and current introvert, um, I mean, I've spoken in the past on this show about um, – you know, avoiding conflict and not always being the best at having the tougher conversations. So right. I, I, that's got to be one. Yeah. I mean, it's, again, like I'm saying, if, you, if you're sitting here listening, think about it. It, it. It's overwhelming, the areas we all need to improve. So I just pulled it out. So the areas, um, <clears throat> you know, they, they've kind of got them broken down into communication, engaging people, boundaryless inclusion, sharing success. So like, and they, you know, with each one of these areas, there's a bunch of subsets. But again, demonstrating integrity, encouraging constructive dialogue, creating a shared vision, developing people, building partnerships, sharing leadership, empowering people, 
Um, I feel like you're just rolling off all my best skills. <laughs> right. Ensuring customer satisfaction, developing technological savvy, you know, leading change, anticipating opportunities. So you know, that's kind of an example of the categories um, that that are covered with the subsets underneath them. So, um, so yeah. I mean, if so, I look back, if I look back to some of my classic fails in, in previous companies, it was usually, uh, you know, that sort of slip of if you, it's not what you say, it's what you tolerate. So I'm saying mm -hmm. one thing, but I'm tolerating something totally different. And yeah. that was just sort of always uh, my problem. I would find reasons to, because something about the person or some situation, I would find excuses to tolerate lots of stuff that would just creep over time to where I was tolerating everything, which just sort of crumbles the infrastructure of the team. Well, yeah, right. And that, and that becomes the, the modus operandi and everybody sees it. Um, you know, so for you personally, you know, we talked a lot about, you know, obviously you started your own business, you're incredibly successful. So you're, you would typically think, well, if I give direction, everybody is going to be as motivated as I am right. to achieve that because why wouldn't they be? And generally speaking, they are, they are all going to be competent enough to achieve it. So I'm just going to make that assumption. So, you know, really what it is, is you, you're trusting, right? You want to, you want to give people the latitude to do what they want. And that's, that's inherently a good thing until it's not, you know? And so that's what, yeah, that's what you would cut. We had kind of identified a lot of. So, and also I, I'm very guilty of the thing uh, you and Mark talked about at the end of that episode, which was, that was my favorite episode, sound issues notwithstanding. But uh, <laughs> we talked about uh, sort of the people who are really talented in their field swimming. And right. they're, they're just cruising through the ocean swimming and they look to their right and they look to their left and like, where is everybody? How come they're mm -hmm. not swimming next to me? Right. And that I'm so guilty of that uh, in previous jobs, sort of just expecting everybody to be an Olympic swimmer. Yeah, you know, and that's and that's what leadership is, right? It's no longer about you, you know, again, back to episode one, for goodness sakes, you know, you this is not about you being a, um, you know, a programmer or a coder, it's you being a leader of programmers and coders. And there's there is a huge difference, it could be a, a bigger difference. So, you know, it's no longer right, you, you might be out in front still, but you better be looking back and pulling everybody with you to make sure. And then, you know, if there's somebody out in front of you, that's good. You still have to keep tabs on that. You know, that I'm looking forward to the episode and, and we're going to have it soon about the bad employee, not the one who is just like, you know, for all, you know, no, for no reasons other than their own, you know, it's just struggle with getting work done. There's always an excuse somewhere and that uh, we as leaders can manage that. If their heart is in the right place, their efforts in the right place, but it's the it's the bad employee, you know. And again, it goes back to the episode with Mark Billows. Um, you know, how much time do we put into the bad employee, but then have the good employee suffer, right? Like, okay, so now we just load everything on the good employee because we know we can trust them, and we spend all this time on the bad employee. Um, so I don't know, maybe I'm getting a little off track, but it, it I just feel like it's the same principle of the swimmers and you're expecting everybody to be with you. And then it's really an assessment of why isn't everybody with you. So I hear you, man. So when is this going to happen? 
So you said my team is being lazy about filling out their assessments. Is that like a red flag right away? That is not what I said. I said that not all the assessments have been filled out on time. <laughs> and you had to extend the deadline. And I had to extend the deadline. So, um, you know, you can you can make your own judgment as to whether or not that's a good thing or not because, you know, in this you know, in this world that we're living in right now, it's not not my job to go fix your employees. It's my job to tell you what's happened, and we can discuss maybe what the answer is to make sure it doesn't happen again. There was a beauty in our original plan of you fixing my employees. You have to <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I knew you liked that plan, didn't you? <laughs> that that plan was good for you. That's that was an amazing plan. It really was good for me. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have you do that now, and I'm just gonna work on you. Um, so, but it was good, you know, because you. Um, I, I think you were kidding, but let's just say you weren't kidding when you said, "Well, how can I help if I don't know exactly who hasn't filled it out yet?" It seems like that there's a glitch in that system, and you were trying to put it on me. And I was like, "Okay, uh, no, I wasn't kidding." I mean, so okay, so. Think about this, right? Well, so the answer is this. Before you get into making these excuses, which is amazing, I can't even believe you're gonna you're gonna double down on this. You know, when we talk about um, you know what our leaders do, like your your direction to them was fill this thing out on time, and it wasn't. I, I don't. It doesn't matter to me what the system is that I can't tell who and who didn't fill it out. The ultimate issue is. Somehow the directive didn't get followed, and that's not that's not my fault because the I can't see exactly who did it. So as with everything else, the ownership stays right with the leader. So yeah, it would be easier if we knew who didn't fill it out, so you could very discreetly go to them. But that's not the world we live in. I was hoping you would just ping them and get them. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm definitely not doing that. Oh, my God. So, look, on a serious note, you know, I, I think it's cool. I think this is this is going to be really, really interesting. And I think it's pretty amazing that you're going to allow yourself to be opened up like this because, you know, there's going to be – it takes a lot of humility. It takes a lot of courage, and it takes a lot of discipline to, to go through this. But for you to air it for our hundreds of thousands of podcast listeners on a weekly basis is <laughs> is pretty impressive. So, I mean, how are you feeling about that? A little nervous or you just feel like, yeah, this is... Uh, I remain confident that you are going to be shocked by the results once you get them, if you ever do. And uh, you're going to uh, think that I'm really just the model leader in every I, way. I think that already. Oh, okay. <laughs> But the good news is that I bet we can find one thing that you can improve on. I bet we can find one, if only slightly. I think we can find one. I think that we can find 10 things I can improve on. I think there's, you're just going to be shocked at how, uh, you know, it's kind of like taking um, a double A AA baseball player and just getting them to triple A. You know what I mean? Uh, we're fine tuning here. We're just doing the last 1%. I think I think you're right, but that's that that one percent gets us from AAA to the majors. Boom! Right. So uh, so that's good, man. So I, you know we'll we'll just we'll keep updating this thing, and it's going to be exciting. Yeah, like once a month, every six weeks, whatever, however, whatever kind of makes sense. 
uh, and <laughs> intermixed with all the regular episodes, which we have some cool ones coming up. Yes, right? we, we have some awesome people. Yep, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go ahead and just lock on our next guest, and then we'll promote it. But um, he already agreed to do it. We want to get the date and just make sure we get him for the next episode. And uh, I think everybody's going to be excited. His name is David Amerland. And if you haven't heard of him, look him up. Um, you know, search engine optimization guru. He's been at it since like 1995. So like when all this just started, he was at the forefront. And, you know, I spent some time talking to him when he agreed to sit down with us. And he's just an incredibly interesting guy. So we anticipate that he's going to be the next guest. And then we've got a couple of good guests after that, which we'll start promoting. So we're going to have some, um, we're going to have some more guests coming up. It's going to be pretty good. I feel like David's going to tell me that if search engine optimization was one of my concerns, I shouldn't have picked the word salt for my company name. <laughs> he might. <laughs> All right, man. Boom. Later. All right. That's it, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this interview. The Leadership in Tech podcast series is a part of a project called the Technology On-Ramp. It is a 10-week educational program for candidates preparing for their first jobs in the technology sector. You can find out more about us at www.techonramp.com. At the bottom of the homepage, you can sign up with your email address to receive episode announcements, as well as leadership tips and professional development resources in our email newsletter. To find out about the players involved in the tech on-ramp, check out Errol Dobler at www.leader193.com, Zach Ruiz at www.salt.io, or you can check out both of their profiles, including mine, Paul Maslany, on www.poddb.me, which is a directory for the people behind the podcasts in the podcast world, from hosts to guests to executive producers to sound guys, everything. Not only can you listen to us on iTunes, but you can tune in on SoundCloud, Google Play Music, Player.fm, Pocket Cast, and Stitcher, with more coming soon. Thank you for listening, and we look forward to next week.
big boss Tell me what to do And I gladly do my job But I don't like your attitude I don't like your attitude